How's it going everybody? This is Martin Stokes here and this is Dean Scurry and I am a traveller and I am a countryman. Welcome to a traveller and a countryman podcast. That one, that's slang. That, that wasn't a slang word, Dean. Where I uh, he, uh, leave it out. You do. You're the, you're the Irish guy. You're, tra- you're, the, sorry, you're the country man. You do it. Ah, uh, here, leave it out. Ah, uh, here, leave it out. Leave do, it out. Do you know where that came from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did it come from? There was a girl from down in Sheriff Street. She yeah. was in town and she's seeing the yeah someone getting the bleeding. Someone bait. was fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. So she shouted over. Ah, uh, here, leave it right out. Across the Connell Street. Boo. Uh, it turned into it went viral. I know that's right. She got booked for gigs and all. Serious? She'd go into. Uh, but did she leave it out? She left it in. <laughs> he left it out. <laughs> was hey. Yeah, but so she she'd be booked into gigs in town and all into nightclubs. Oh, where is she from? Sheriff Street. She's from Sheriff, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I seen the I seen the the clip of her where she was standing across the Connell Street and two lads were fighting the far side. Yeah. One lad was getting the worst of it and she, she shouted at the other lad, here, leave it out. But honestly, like, uh, it was good. there was people paying out to go into town and all into nightclubs. Just to hear that word. Get on the microphone in the middle of a nightclub, you know yeah. what I mean? Everyone's dancing. But it was a real old Dublin uh, word, wasn't yeah. it? A real Dublin <laughs> voice, huh? Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's brilliant. So, um, welcome back, episode nine, A Traveller and a Countryman podcast. Can you say that? Welcome back. Sorry to say Say it in a way that's like a bit of energy. A bit of energy. Welcome back. Uh, no, I can't, honestly. I need to g- give me a, a bit of a jump start there, will you, please? Move on. I told you today I'm, I'm very lazy this evening. So, welcome back. Yes, to our new, uh, latest podcast, <laughs> number episode nine. Episode nine. Welcome back, episode nine. Um, uh, this is Martin here. This is uh, Martin, Scur- Martin Scurry and Dean, Dean Stokes. Stokes. <laughs> and together, who are we? Uh, two Dean. dopes. Yeah, two agents. <laughs> So welcome back, episode nine, a traveller and a countryman podcast. What have you been doing? What are, what are you up to? Uh, I haven't got a clue what to talk about tonight. Have you not? No, honestly. But as I, said, I told you earlier on, give it a kickstart there. And we'll find something to talk about, yeah? So I was thinking of a new segment we could do called Sayings, Slaggins and Superstitions. Yes. Can you say that? Sayings, Slaggins and Superstitions. Sayings, Slaggins and easy. Superstitions. Did you actually have to rehearse that? I'd say Sayings, Slaggins. Sayings, Slaggins and Superstitions. And superstitions, yeah. Very good. Very good. So, uh, kind of came from the slagging uh, episode where we done, and we were talking about the N word and the K word and all that type of stuff. Well, I was slagging you, is it? Was it? Was it? You were trying to slag me. Funny enough, you were the comedian, and I didn't uh, get much out of you. Are you going to shock there? You okay, Dean? Dean, wake up! I hear. <laughs> leave it out. <laughs> Stop talking, show you, man. So, uh, saying slaggings and superstitions, like you, one. So here's another where, place where it came from. You had uh, a mobile phone and you were listening to it at your ear with no earphones. And I said, why don't you use earphones? And you said, I don't use earphones because... And you explained something about radiation or something like that. Yeah, well, there is radiation in mobile phones. Right. You you, you do know that, don't you? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't see why you need, you wouldn't use earphones. Uh, why you would use them or wouldn't use them? Well, either. Why you I wouldn't, wouldn't use them, no. You wouldn't use earphones. Uh, I know they can get to the earphones today with their, um, their Bluetooth, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I know lots of lads that use them. Right. But um, the earphones with the cable on them. But, like, I have earphones here doing this podcast on my head with a cable they're, on Yeah, it. but you're not you're not connected to a phone, are you? I'm connected to a, a, a laptop. Is there, is there radiation in a laptop? Uh, as much radiation as there is in a, in a phone. phone, yeah. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe you're just a tick head, a tick head, are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you I look, you, I you, look, like, like you look like that anyway. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, that you... 
reckon that there's loads of radio waves and different types of frequencies being emitted from a mobile phone. Yes. But it's at your head when you're putting it at your head. The to phone listen. is. Yeah. Yeah, I will use the mobile phone for very little time if I'm if I'm um, not on Man, you're never off the phone. You're worse than me. No, come on. You're contradicting. You're, uh, you're exaggerating there. I'm contradicting say. myself. You're contradicting <laughs> yourself. I, um, I will use a mobile phone for maybe a couple of minutes. If, uh, if the call goes on any longer, I'll just either switch it off till I ring you back or I'll jump into a car and I'll um, use the or whatever it might be I'll use a, a final qu- a quiet spot like and I'll use the, the loudspeaker on it so you, but you, yeah, one thing on. I will do if I, if I put somebody on a loudspeaker not like you I will tell them you'll tell them I'm always, look, I'm putting, putting, your, I'm always putting, putting your you on loudspeaker, loudspeaker here because I'll tell you why I do get headaches with a mobile phone and years ago I couldn't use a mobile phone at all I did, when they came out first, well, whenever they came out, but they were probably a couple of years out. Yeah. And the first time I ever got a mobile phone, I used to get bad, bad, bad headaches. Very bad headaches. Because you were talking shit all the time. Well, yeah, well, I'm still doing that. I don't get headaches now. I'm not using the phone. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I put the phone to my head and a couple of minutes probably, well, I want to say a couple of minutes, maybe you could be using it for 10 minutes and you wouldn't probably realise it. And next I'd have get bad headaches within 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 a half an hour. So do you reckon that that's from so whatever? I did not use a mobile phone for about, no exaggeration, for about six or seven years, probably more. And you reckon that was from whatever radio waves or frequencies were uh, being emitted from well, the you phone? See, let's say I, I, I didn't know what it was what was causing this. Okay, and you thought it was, it was the phone? No, it was the phone, million percent the phone. Million percent the phone was causing this. All right, million is not a percentage. Well, I'm telling you now that, that, that that's, that's my... Uh, my word to use for us. A million percent. I'm let's say I'm a hundred percent certain, right? Yeah. That the mobile phone caused headaches, very bad headaches for me. Now, I at the time could have could I needed a phone. Yeah. So I had to start using basically landlines and people who were just sticking landlines going trying to get rid of them, best I put it. But on the other hand, I stopped using the phone completely. And the for, headache went for about no, I still have the headaches, but that's other reasons. <laughs> that's other reasons. What other reasons? That never goes away. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. But uh, the um, the mobile phone, yeah. I stopped using it for about six or seven years. Right. Yeah. And when I st- when I did get back to using the mobile phone, it was the, it was always on the loudspeaker. And now you won't use earphones. You never, you won't put earphones in the mobile phone if uh, if they're connecting to the phone. Yeah, not not for even for a minute. I wouldn't do it. And so, who? Where did you get that from? Did someone tell you that? I got that from me. So you just like went with your like with it with the degree you have well, in like electronic engineering and computer wow. science. Wow, thank you, Dean. Thank you. Uh, thing about it is, if um, say if I was to use uh, headphones, yeah, there's it, it's like an antenna. Yeah. Why do, why are they plugging? Uh, why are they plugging? Antennas into the back of a TV if it's not sending signal. Okay? If so it didn't need. It's receiving signal. Yeah, no, whatever. Which, let it go, whichever way it's going, right? Thing about it is, the uh, the mobile phone with the. Earphone. Yeah, but with the cable on the earphones. Yeah. You push into your phone, it's the same thing. You could have a it's, point there. It's sending frequency. Like I've done computer science, but well, I didn't do much. Uh, Engineering, electrical engineering. If anyone out there uh, has any info on whether or not in, in mobile phones, earphones are acting as an antenna yeah. and, you know, bringing in or releasing signals, 
and if they're in your ears, does that go into yeah, your Yeah, but the thing about it is, it's only people that would... Who, who uses them now? Does anyone use uh, um, headphones now clipped into the phone? Me. You do? Yeah, all the time. And do you get headaches? No. Right. I only get a headache from listening to you. Maybe you're too dumb to get a headache, are you? <laughs> Very good, man. Probably getting headaches and you, don't know, and you don't know what it is, do you? So I'm putting that under like superstitions or myths because you don't no, know. No, 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 That's no. It's not no. facts. It's not uh, facts. For me, it's facts. I don't need any... Just because you believe I it doesn't mean any, it's facts. I don't need some American doctor to research this for me because he doesn't know what's going on in my head, does he? I know what's going on in my head. I use a mobile phone for too long. Even now today, if I use a mobile phone for too long, right. my head completely will, will genuinely pain me, one side of my head. So why why would I say something like this if it wasn't true? Come on. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to suss it out. But yeah, look, you sound I, like you don't believe it, right? I kind of don't believe it. I, I reckon it's just but something I'm not you here, picked up from somewhere. I'm not here to uh, to convince you. I'm here to advise you, that's all. <laughs> yes, you're my consigliere, are you? It's like so, the godfather or something. Yeah, you're not paying me to tell you the story, are you? <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's uh, that one. Yeah. So saying... Uh, By the way, do you know, if, I, if I have any more stories to tell you, I won't be sugarcoating them, okay? Yeah. I'm going to just tell them as it is, right? <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So basically, the, that's the mobile phone. So, uh, so Anyway, what did you ask that question? Because I want, uh, I'm interested in sayings, slaggings and superstitions because um, I just find them funny. Like, mad stuff. Like, I was, I was away on a boat trip uh, for uh, a week. Yes. And there's just loads of stuff that I picked up from the boat trips, like uh, the phrase "freeze the bollocks, freeze the balls off a brass monkey," yeah, came from sailing. Could you be careful with the language there, Dean? If you don't mind, freeze here. You're the one who's bit. always coursing. Just a little back. Freeze the balls off a brass monkey came ah, from Dean, sailing. That's an old one. You might be coming up with something better now. Yeah, but where did it come from? You said it came from sailing. Yeah, but how did it come from sailing? How did it come from sailing? Probably the fishermen out in the freezing cold. Obviously fishing, is it? No, because there was this thing at the bottom. So they, they had cannonballs and the cannonballs went down this uh, little holder and at the bottom of it, um, to so it come out of the holder, yeah? Yes. When it was cold, they had this little thing called a brass monkey. It was called a monkey, but it was made out of brass. And when nice. it got cold and it expanded, yeah, uh, the balls would fall out. <laughs> so that's how they would know. So we were saying, if the balls fell out, They'd say uh, that's so cold it would freeze the balls off a brass off a monkey. brass monkey. Yes, the brass monkey was the name of the little thing that would hold the balls at the bottom of it. Uh, Are you actually talking about fishermen here? Like uh, back when they were using cannons and, and all the types on on boats on so ships. They were bombing up, say other stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and this is obviously in the winter time. Yeah, well, in the winter time, if the brass got too cold on this thing called the monkey or a brass monkey that yeah. held the balls. If it got too cold, it would expand and the balls would fall out on the ground. And someone, someone said, oh, look, it's so cold, it'd freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Cut. Take two. We want something else. <laughs> you don't like that one, no? <laughs> no it makes no sense. <laughs> uh, the other one I heard was uh, Big Wig. The other saying big I heard wig. was Big Wig. A head, proper wig, like, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So who wears wigs? Who wears wigs? Uh, I've seen you wearing one once or twice. Here, you're the one whose hair is falling <laughs> out. I'm the one that needs one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who wears, or who used to wear wigs years ago? Ah, uh, Dean, I don't know, seriously. Well, uh, so posh people. P- posh people used to wear wigs, yeah? Yeah, do you ever see judges and all wearing wigs? Uh, well, the judge wears the wig, yes. So years ago, right? Um, you might be able to relate to this. People only wash themselves once or twice a year. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, you are you into the meeting, yeah. <laughs> oh, like People used to wash themselves once or twice a year. You'd have a wash in May and then you'd have a wash in October. This is the way it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, uh they couldn't afford washes. There was no like uh hot water, there was no sewerage systems. People didn't wash all the time like the the way they wash now. Like I'd have a shower every day. People didn't wash every day. People washed twice a year. Like just simply wash twice a year. If they, so if they could, the if they yeah. could, they'd wash twice a year. And was that be like, say, the settled community? Like, that yeah. was not, this was before the settled community, before travellers. This was Because I was going to say, if it was, you have a cheek talking about travellers, haven't you? <laughs> this, this is 1700s years ago. Yeah. So people would wash twice a year. Right. Yeah. And I think that's hard to believe because it sounds very silly, like seriously. Yeah, but that's what would happen. But didn't water always exist? Like whether it was hot or cold <laughs> or taps or there was always water oh, there. Why the heck did you not wash yourself? They didn't water always You just decided to wash yourself twice a year. Yeah, but a proper bath. And the water like was there. Bit of soap, uh, hot water. So you're saying that there was no soap out or no? No. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if you didn't have soap, could you still not wash yourself? No. With what? Like? With water. Yeah, but cold water, you know just yourself. Cold water Who's doesn't wash it really. You know what I mean? Here. Who's afraid of a sip of cold water? So I know the travellers are not, that's for sure. <laughs> not anymore. What? Not anymore. <laughs> uh, so, so Big Wig came from, so here's what happened. They'd have, they'd wash themselves twice a year. To save themselves getting loose. Right, up, yes. Men would shave off their, their heads and the women would and wear. wear a wig. Listen for a second. And the, women would, listen. and the women would wear nets over their heads. Yeah. Yeah. To save them getting loose. So, if you had money, you could afford a wig, and the wigs were made out of wool. But if you had money, would they not buy shampoo and soap? There was no shampoo and soap. This was like, before shampoo and soap was invented. Are we going back how many hundred thousand years? Like, not a hundred thousand years, a couple of hundred years, the 1700s, the 1800s. That's hard to believe, Dean, honestly. Why is it? Should we have a famine in this country in the Well, a famine is shortage of food, but it was never a shortage of water, was there? No, but there's a shortage of, they, they hadn't, let's imagine they hadn't invented washing powder and shower gel. Uh, you still have water. Yeah, yeah, but Did you just come up with this yourself, Dean? No, story? so this is, this is the history of the phrase big wig. Yes. Yeah, so listen. So, the women wore a net, the men shaved their heads so they wouldn't get lices, and if you had money, you could get a wig made right. out of wool, and you put that on your head, Yes. okay, to cover up your scabby-looking head. Right. Even, like, the kings and queens and all done this. Uh, back back then, they all had all types of diseases, dysentery and tuberculosis and um, monkeypox and whatever else was going around. Yeah. yeah. All types of stuff. Just so, because they didn't wash themselves, is that it? Washing yourself wasn't a big thing. They'd wash themselves twice a year, Martin. Yeah. May and October is generally when people wash themselves. Back to the story. If you could afford a wig, yes, you were considered posh. Right. So, what did you do with your wig? If you had your wig on, on for six months... Is that what they call today a posh wash? Did you ever see the, the oh, car? Oh, very good. The car washers. <laughs> so, what if you, had a, if you had a wig on for six months, what did you do with your wig? Uh, I wouldn't I'd be dumping it to tell you the truth yeah but you couldn't afford what? more wigs they were very expensive sure, if, yeah but if you couldn't wash your head and you had to shave it <laughs> sure of course you're gonna, you're gonna dump like the it's like talking to after, a child yeah and after six months you're wearing that wig of course you're gonna dump the wig it's like shaving your head again dump that, get rid they of that wig they couldn't dump them they were too expensive they couldn't get another one there was nobody yeah but do. what good was it if you couldn't get nothing to wash with 
So they couldn't wash them. That's the point I'm trying to make now. Right. So they couldn't wash them. So they're wearing a wig that they couldn't wash. Yeah. What was if they're wearing their own hair that they couldn't wash? They didn't have their own hair. They shaved their own hair off so they wouldn't get lice. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. They shaved everything off. All hair. Right. So they wouldn't get lice. That's where the lice lived. You know what I mean? In like a little sweaty armpit or in your head or something like that. I don't know, do you know what I'm saying? I understand you, you what you're You don't know because you've no hair. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'll get around to this yeah, story eventually. Because it's about five times you repeat now, you know that? So, so if anyone listens to this, it's Dean Scurry that's talking, yeah? You're the one that's doing the heading, Say my yeah? second name again. Dean Scurry, Dean Scurry. You know what you know, I know. <laughs> Scabby. It's a hard name to make out. They would get, they would, here's how they would wash, or here's how they would clean the wig. They would get a big loaf of bread. There was loads of bread. Wow. They'd scoop out the middle of the loaf of bread. So this was the time of the famine then? This was before the famine. This was, say, in England in the 1700s. Yeah, that's quite. You know, with all the big lords and all that. Right. They couldn't wash the wigs because they were made of wool. Do you ever watch a woolen jumper? If you a want wool, to clean it properly. A woolen jumper, no. I don't really wash the clothes. She would more or less wash the clothes. Who's she? The missus. The missus <laughs> washes your clothes. You're a bit hairy now for yeah, your missus. Well, look, that's how it is now, the woman. Oh, is he, yeah? <laughs> 1700s by the, way, by the way the washing machine <laughs> washing machine washing house you got out of that one very neatly yeah. 1700 you're posh you shaved off your head you don't want to get lice you only wash twice a year you have a wig on you can't wash the wig in hot water because it'll wreck the wig it's made out of wool so you get a big loaf of bread you scoop out the middle of the bread you put the wig in the bread yeah you wrap it up and you put it in the oven after about 40 minutes or whatever the, the wig that's in the bread, in the oven, is all heated up and it kills off any of the lice. So they were making literally a wig cake or something, isn't it? No. Well, it's how they put You put a wig in the bread in the oven, what's just, it make? Will you stop trying to make jokes and just listen? Dean, I'm, I'm not joking, I'm serious. <laughs> so the wig is in the bread, in the oven, um, heating up, killing off all the lice. You take the wig out of the oven, out of the bread, and the wig is all fluffy and big. So do you eat the wig or do you put it on your head? What do you do with this? That's where you get the phrase big wig from. All right, yes. Because they'd say, now, well done. So, you're stuck the, with so the wig is actually pumped up like a cake. Pumped up, yeah, it's pumped up. It's all heated up. Yes. Okay? And they put it on their head and they're walking down the street and somebody would know that person is posh and they'd call them. They'd say, there's the big wig. So how much time do you spend researching this thing? <laughs> because I'm telling you, you want to come something better than this. <laughs> well, if you stop asking me stupid questions. I'm telling you, we are going to get sacked. Come on, Martin, find if you stop, better. If you keep on interjecting. Well, you, you're the one that repeats it seven or eight times. That's because you're talking. I was trying to tell you, Dean. You're stop. talking pony. I'm trying to give you the eyes to stop, but you wouldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's uh, like a saying, big wig, brass right. monkey. Um I don't know if anyone heard much about big wig now, to be honest with you. Probably just you. No, but that's what you would say. Oh, here's the big wigs now. If yeah. Somebody was like the, the, the top man. So basically, know, it, what would you, how would you use that word today? Would it be a rich guy or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Know? Like if you had a, the, the CEO of a company. Oh, he's the big wigs. Or the big wigs are making decisions or something like yes. that. Yes. You know what I mean? Or probably still the judges or the, the judges. The guards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's the big wig around here? Who's the big, who's the big judge or whatever? Oh, yes, 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 yes. So that's where you got it from. So that oh. phrase stuck out throughout time. So it's an old, old saying. Then. Old, 1700s, when you were only washing twice a day. Yeah. Twice, tw twice a year. Wow. So there's another one that I was talking to you about. This is like a, more like a superstition. Yeah. Uh, you told me, when I was asking you, do you have any superstitions? So one of them that you mentioned to me was uh, new shoes on the table. On the table? Yeah. Um, well, I never said new shoes because I could never afford a pair. But the thing about it was, uh, if you're any shoes... If you put shoes on the table, 
I wouldn't. Uh, I would be taking them off the table. Put it away. Um, for why? instance, well, I'll tell you why. Is this not a superstition? This is my belief. Okay. Uh, everybody, not everybody might. Uh, well, some people believe in superstitions, but they're, yeah, but, they're, but they are superstitions. I don't think it's, it's, it's superstition. I think this one will be down to uh, to maybe a lack of respect for some reason. Okay. Now, I'm saying that I haven't seen a lot of people putting shoes on a table. You see, there's a thing there where, let's say, for instance, our Lord had his last supper on a table. Uh. <laughs> so that's, that would be my beliefs. Don't put shoes on top of a table. What else other than shoes? Anything? Uh, well, the table's used for almost everything, but not the, the bottom of your feet. Would you're you, not putting your feet, you're would putting you, your, your would you shoes. Like, would you like my, my smelly runners on top of your face? <laughs> so if you, if you wouldn't like that offer? if you wouldn't like them on your face, why put them on a clean table? If that's what you're into. <laughs> why, why would you? Why would you put them on a table? Tell me that. Yeah, come but on. You're saying the table is our Lord's but table. Would you put a hand on your head? No, but I'm it's not, not our Lord's I'm head. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's our Lord. Now, if you make fun of this thing, you're going to land yourself in some trouble. It's not. Uh, it's not about our Lord's table. I um I know a lot of people that would believe in the same thing. Don't put shoes on the table. Yeah, but why? Would they all be? Why? Well, let's let's put this. Way. I would have. I would have. Um, I would have heard that that saying years and years and years ago. Yeah. Now I sound like I'm 150 years old, but not. I'm not going back that far. Um. So then I asked sort of you asked the reasons why would I put shoes on a table, and that's something that I learned. So I respect that. Yeah. No. Okay. Well, you haven't explained to me. Why you wouldn't put them? I just the I didn't explain, but you weren't listening because I said to you because our Lord had his last supper <laughs> on. Well, it wasn't on the floor. I know, but our Lord done a lot of stuff. Like yeah, but that was one of the things <laughs> he used. The we're table. talking about we're talking about tables and he shoes. He used here. a table, so you don't put shoes no, on. Yeah, the table. he used it for the last supper. So therefore, I respect that, and I put no shoes on a table whatsoever. Well, what we had a picnic for the last not supper? even for a second. But it's not about the picnic. We're talking about shoes. We're talking about shoes, putting shoes on a table. We didn't say about putting a picnic on a table. The table was the was the topic, right? (laughs) Yeah, but there you go. Why shoes? Uh, Because you asked me about shoes. No, you're not. You're not. Well, you put a phone on a table, wouldn't you? Jesus didn't have a phone. No, no, but that's why you have no problem putting a phone on the table. (laughs) You see. So therefore, so you heard the saying, put a cup of tea on the table. Yeah. Um. Whatever, a bottle of water on your table, a pen, a biro, but not you. A book, your laptop, that computer, the equipment there on a the table. Everything look at the table there, isn't there? So we're using tables for various things, almost. But not shoes. Not for shoes. Why? Have you seen shoes on top of tables? Come on, before you speak, no, you got to think. Haven't really, but I'm wondering so, where the fra- I'm wondering where so it came where from. So where would you put your shoes? I I don't know exactly where it came from, but I did hear that years ago. That it's not right to put shoes. But here's the point: there's loads of stuff that you heard years ago. Some yeah, of them I you hold believe... on to, and some of them you drop. Yeah, but I, that's why the, the, the things I dropped, I didn't believe in them. <laughs> <laughs> it's around else like that. Yeah. Any, any else? Uh, any other? But that's not a superstition. That's a belief. Okay, for you it's a belief. For, for some me, people, yes. it's a superstition. Well, some people probably don't do it, or do, whether they do it or not. Maybe there's people that do that they put shoes on a table that don't know about it. But would you put shoes on a table where you're ha- actually having your dinner or your breakfast? 
no, but because I wouldn't make those sense. But I'd have no problem. Sure, putting, a thick Irish traveller wouldn't even do that. But I'd have no problem putting a pair of shoes on a table on top of a table. Yeah, like just for a couple of seconds yeah. or something like that. Yeah. W- would you? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, genuinely, no shoes on top of a table. Honestly. Now, as I said, that goes back further than me. I'm not like that. No, we know it goes back further than you. That That's I... the point I'm trying to make. Where did it come from? Not everyone who says it. Here's a point. Here's a, this is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, not everyone who says it believes in God or Jesus or the Last Supper. Yeah, well, see, I can't make people believe if they, if they don't believe. No, but some people believe it that don't believe in God. So they're not doing it because of the Last Supper. No, that's right. So why do you think that they're doing They're probably finding a route to put them top of a table anyway because the table's used for eating or drinking from. So have you ever seen a table there with a little uh, like a little shelf underneath? Right. Some people use them for newspapers or whatever, remotes or stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you ever seen a pair of shoes in there? Yeah. Yeah. You have. Probably your, your, old, your, old, <laughs> your old man's sandals. <laughs> <laughs> so... That explains a bit, doesn't it? Yeah, it's an interesting one. So don't put the shoes. That's a superstition. Come on, Dean. Look at anyway. If I didn't, it's not a superstition. It's a, it's a belief for me. But one way or another, even if a person didn't believe on these things, or if they never heard of these things in the past, right? Would you still put your shoes on top of a table? No, I would. You would. Yeah. Uh, I was guessing that you were stupid, but now I know you are. What I find really interesting, or stupid, or thick, or mad is it's that Dean Scurry. Is <laughs> that People still hold on to stuff. Yes. Like uh, like walking under a ladder. There's one. Did you ever do something uh, on the ladder? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know lots and lots of people has that superstition. Yeah. And why did they not walk under a ladder? Because they say it's bad luck. Have you ever have you ever have you ever been under a ladder? No. Loads of times. Did you ever experience bad luck? Never. Did the ladder fall down on top of your head on the air? No. Did your man with the pain kind of drop like, down I'm top of I'm not talking about people who go, oh, that looks a bit risky, I won't walk underneath that. Yeah. I'm talking about people who go, don't walk underneath a ladder, and they get all panicky and all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the world is going to end if you walk underneath that ladder. Like, the world, like you're at the disrespect in every single person in the world if you put a pair of shoes on the table. Like no, not really. Cat, no, 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 like no. Like, a no, black no. cat crossing the road yeah. is the t- most terriblest thing in the world. No, I wouldn't say you're disrespecting everybody in the world putting shoes on top of a table. That's my own, uh, that's my own, probably my own thing. But what made it my own thing was because I did hear it years ago. And it made sense. No, it's not your own thing and it's somebody <laughs> no, else's. No, 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 no. What I don't. made it my own thing is somebody else told yeah, me. Yeah, but did you ever, uh, <laughs> did you ever take something and make it your own? How many fellas have took songs and made it their own? Oh, good point. Yes? Yeah, yeah. Did you ever hear that one day? Your man sings that song, but this guy sings it better. Yeah. So he made the song his own. So you, there is things that you can take and make them your own, as long as it's not uh, illegal or stealing or <laughs> robbery. Like, uh, there's a lot of explaining into all these silly little things, right? But you bring the you bring the stupidity out in the, in a, in a conversation. Yeah, I'm the stupid one here. You know what I mean? Only <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, fascinating. So what else? Uh, what other uh, stupid thing we got to talk about, Dean? Uh, so I was away for a week on a boat, and well, it was it was me mate yeah. Now that the millionaire guy it is. I asked him one day, I said, what's it like? I'm not going to mention his name because I don't want to be, he probably killed me to mention He's probably not a millionaire, like. He is. Anyway, go on. You're, te- you're saying now he is. look at me, and you know he is. Go on then. But anyway, that's irrelevant to me or you. That doesn't pay my bills. Yeah. Okay? Um, I said, uh, I won't say his name, right? I said, what's the story? So, uh, I was actually slagging him. I said, what's the, what's the story? So how does it feel like to be a millionaire? He said, just the same, he said, yeah, but you have, uh, you have better choices in life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's all it is. It gives you a couple of quid to have some extra choices. 
like you know what I mean, sourdough bread as opposed to white bread. Yes. You know, or four holidays a year as opposed to one every two years. A big yacht parked in Belfast. <laughs> big yacht. Um, so anyway, we went out on a boat trip. There was a, f- a few of us, and I, I, I've been on boats before. Uh, I've done a little bit of sailing before, but I was never on a yacht for a week. I was on the River Shannon on a little cruiser for a week, right. which is one of the best holidays I've ever done. But this was a yacht on the open sea, in the Irish Sea, for a week, going from harbour to harbour to harbour. And you learn loads of stuff. You learn, you know, how to read the winds, uh, which way you can go and can't go, depending on the wind. Uh, you also learn to slow down, chill out, because you're only going at like five, six, seven, eight knots. Yeah. You know, which, is, which isn't really fast. And that's if you can go at all. So one of the days we were in this harbour and we just had to chill out there for two days because... Because of the wind. Because it was a bit of a storm off the Irish coast. So the wind was out. like 35 kilometres an hour, but there was gusts up to like 55 kilometres an hour. We don't have that much experience. Like there was only... Him and three of us. Yes. We don't have that much experience. So if the shit hits the fan and we get a big gust of wind that's like 50 odd, 60 kilometres an hour. We're in trouble. You need to be able to ra- uh, react immediately, like milliseconds. Um, he can't be explained to us, oh, you pull that uh, sail in and you let this one out and you do that. He can't be doing that in those moments. Mm-hmm. So he need In order to go out on those winds, I'm not saying people don't, but for us to go out on those winds, we would have needed a lot more experience. Yeah, I imagine so we kind of just sat in the harbour and it taught you patience. That's one of the things I got from it. Just chill out. Did where do, not, where did, do you think you're going anyway? Did it not teach you not to go again two days sitting in the harbour? I'd love to do it again. And yeah. I will do it again. Like he was very accommodating um, and I will do it again. And everyone we met was very accommodating. All the other sailors we met. And it was just a world that wasn't open to me before. Like, I would have known very few people who owned uh, a boat or a yacht. And I know, I'd know even less that would invite me uh, to get on their yacht like that. for a week. Yeah. And tell me, did he have a lot of experience? And he must have. He's, he's got loads of experience. He owns a 50-foot, 60-foot boat. Yeah, I understand that, yeah. thing about it is, just because you own the boat... I'm not saying he doesn't have experience. He's a very nice man. I have to say that about him as well, right? But the thing about it is, uh, just because he owns the boat doesn't mean he'd have the experience. So what kind of experience did he have? Uh, well, he's part of a sailing club and he's been out sailing and he's uh, he's had different sizes of boats. So he's getting his skills from there, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to, you know... Right, one question I wanted to ask little before... exams and all that as well. That's what I was just thinking about. The one question I wanted to ask was, do you know um, when the winds got bad and you were harboured? Yeah. Um, did he sort of make that decision himself or did someone have to radio him in to tell him this or what? A little bit of both. He would have read the winds, explained to us, uh, you know, the different things. Like, we wanted to go, say, from Belfast over to Arran in Scotland. Yes. There's an island up there just off the Mullican Tower called Arran. We wanted yes. to go up there and hang up there and, and mooch around uh, that part of Scotland. Mm. Uh, and we, when we were on our way up, he goes, look, the winds aren't with us. The wind is right on our nose. And we, you'd actually prefer the wind to be coming from from the side. Uh, so the sails now, or the sails years ago, uh, pushed you along. Yes. Now the sails now, you kind of go at them from an angle. Right. And that's how the sails work. It's kind of like um, an aeroplane wing. Uh, it's curved. So uh, was there an engine in the yacht, yeah? There was a bit of an, yeah. So they'd have to have an engine just well, in case. Was one of these ones to pull on and off, take a, they can take them off when they want to? 
Uh, I think this one was was built in, but there, there were other ones. There were smaller boats that you could take them on and off. And we had it's a small fairly, little uh, dinghy at the back that had a motor on it as well. All right. And then there was because loads of boats that had just <laughs> engines. The reason I asked that because you said about the sails. Yeah. So basically, you don't have to use the sails. Um, you don't have to. You'd prefer to use the sails. Yeah, but if you want to chill out and use the engine, like you can just... If there was a wind there, you'd use it. If it was too strong, you'd put the sails away and you'd use the boat. If it was too strong again, you wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah, because it's a fairly nice looking, uh, nice looking yacht, wasn't it? It's beautiful. It's stunning. It's really comfortable. Like that's the reason I asked about the engine. I said, "Gee, there has to be an engine with this thing. It's an expensive looking thing." Yeah, and then we seen some boats. Like, so we'd pull into different harbors up along the Antrim coast. Yes. Uh, now, if you haven't been to Antrim. If you haven't explored the Antrim coast... The green glens of Antrim. The seven glens sorry, of Antrim. Sorry, you were in the water. Huh? I said, sorry, you were in the water. Well, we were on the glens as well. Yeah, we got yeah. off and we went hiking and all of a sudden. Yeah, so if good. you're in Ireland or you're in uh, England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales and you haven't explored Antrim, get up and go and have a look. Yeah, but not everybody can afford a yacht. I won't be going there, my friend. You don't have to You don't have to, have to get on the sea. No. You can explore the coast, you can drive, you can hike, you can cycle... But Antrim was stunning. And it's a part of Ireland that people in the south don't explore much. Yeah, but Dean, you make it sound so good, but not everybody is into that sort of thing. Like People are into travelling. Uh, driving, I'd rather be driving. Like. But you can drive. You can drive the Antrim coast. Drive up the Antrim coast, go and see the Giants Causeway, go and see the all different things. It's absolutely beautiful. So the reason I'm saying it is because we live on an Ireland that has been divided for the last... You know, yes. long while. Yes. Um, and potentially in the next 10 years, we mightn't be divided. But there's a whole part of this country that people in the South don't explore. Some some nice places are right, isn't there? Unbelievable. Uh, I've been up there in cave systems and in, in valleys, in the sea. Unbelievable. And vice versa, there's places in the South that people in the North don't explore. That's 100% right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I was, We were talking to loads of people up there and we were saying, oh, have you been down to um, La Hinch? Have you been down to West Cork? Have you been over to the Burren? Have you been to Hout in Dublin? And yeah. we were like, no. Loads of people we met in Northern Ireland who live there. They were going, no, we don't really explore Southern Ireland. And I just thought, that's, it's kind of a bit of a shame. It's a bit of a waste that yes. they would see that as, as almost a different country. So what I'm saying is, get out and explore Hort your is country. actually a nice place, isn't it? Where? Hort. Hort is stunning, yeah. And it's only a couple of miles from us. People in Dublin don't even go to Hort. I know, that's right, yeah. What I'm saying is, you, you live on a beautiful island. You should try island. and get out of it, Dean, honestly. Huh? You should try and get out of it now and again. <laughs> <laughs> you live on a beautiful island, yeah. regardless of the borders, go and explore it. The yeah. borders are only on written down on pieces of paper in people's minds. Well, you ever done around Curry, you know? Uh, yeah, I love Curry, yeah. Do you? Yeah. I heard there's a few nice places around Curry and all. Have you been down? I don't know, I've been Curry a few times, but I haven't been exploring it, like, you know. That's something I'd I went love. down once, twice to buy a car and I would hide to it. <laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't but hang around. Been, no, I haven't been around. I haven't been literally. Something I would, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out to you. I'm going to uh, offer you um, my time come around Ireland with me and have a look at some interesting places Dean you're on your own I'm married with a big family <laughs> don't have that kind of time I thought you were a traveller <laughs> I am a traveller I'll, I'll be bringing a caravan with me won't I and my family <laughs> I'll hire one how can I be a traveller if I bring the countryman with me <laughs> things yeah. that you'd be into Dean I wouldn't uh, seriously I, don't, I wouldn't be into all of that you wouldn't be into no I'd rather just go off bring the family off somewhere 
chill out, whatever, booking somewhere, get a bit of food and doing kind of stuff like that. Booking somewhere where, like what? Be more, it'd be more relaxed and also, like I wouldn't be one for going on walking around a mountain or walking around cliffs or stuff like that. Would you not do Crow Patrick? Um, Crow Patrick, I done that. Yeah, we done that. We what we climbed the mountain. There you go. No, that wasn't just. Uh, that was like a like a pilgrimage thing. Yeah. Did you enjoy any part People of it? People do it every no because you're 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 struggling all the way up and then <laughs> you're struggling twice. So the idea of climbing a mountain doesn't. Uh, it's is like not a, fun for you. No, it's like a penance thing. Any mountain. Uh, not any. I don't just climb any mountain. Yeah. I climb Crow Patrick, but. Hundreds and thousands of travellers climb Crow Patrick every year, and they don't enjoy it. Uh, no, I'm not saying they don't. They do enjoy it for one reason. Yeah, they get a benefit out of it. They get a how would you call it? Say it, um, it's like a penance thing to do, right? So when they come down, they're feeling good then. They're feeling brilliant because they actually and it is a big climb. It's a definitely a long, long climb. It's a struggle. Yeah, it's it's not. You're not just uh, what would you call it? It's not just a walk on the on the park, is it? Out of all of the hills or mountains that I've climbed in Ireland. I've climbed Crow Patrick. Yes. It's probably one that I wouldn't do again. Why not? Because it's, it's tough. Well, then, you see, the thing about it is that's where the traveller comes in. Yeah, the toughness. Yeah, the traveller, I will do it again. And as I said, hundreds and thousands. So you're leaning into the toughness and, and going on a nice relaxing holiday well, doesn't appeal to you. Let's put it this way. If I said to you this evening, Dean, I'm going to Crow Patrick... Tomorrow morning. That's it. I was going to Crow Patrick when I was climbing it. You made up your mind. And also, it wouldn't be... Uh, it wouldn't be about how how long it would take me to get up there and get back down again. That wouldn't be important to me. Yeah, that wouldn't be important to me either. Some people, yeah, say, "Well, I went up so I went up in such amount of time, and I got back down in such a time." No. Yeah, that doesn't interest me. I wouldn't. I'm not interested in that part of it. I'm interested in just taking me time going up there, and also, as a matter of fact, you're taking more time coming down because it's harder coming down. It's more dangerous coming back down. Yeah. So you have no choice to be that little bit more careful, like you know what I mean. So that's one of the points I'm trying to Then you don't want to, to you don't want to uh, what do you call it? If you're coming down, you don't want to get into a run. You know that. Yeah. And it's very easy to get into a run. Then you're going to hurt yourself and hurt somebody else also. Because if you if you go into a run, you can't stop. Uh, and down the say down the mountain, run down the hill, down the hill or the mountain, and you bump into somebody else. Whoa! Sure, seriously, you're talking Especially about Especially on that mountain because it's broke it's, up there. It's granite. It's rugged. It's solid stone. Well, it's all different parts of it. I would say that you have that you have that track now. We look for the distance, you see the track. Yeah, yeah. But it's made of all different types of everything, sure. One minute is all stone slipping under your feet. Next minute hits, as you said, granite. Big boulders. Next minute you might have a bit of uh, soft surface, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Next minute you're on stone again. So it's all it's all different the whole way up and down. So one of the things I got from the sailing was this was the main thing I got. I think uh, one was to lean into it. Try and enjoy the bits that, you know, you might find a little bit tough or whatever. Uh, learn uh, along the way. But patience was was one of the main things. Having the humility to listen to people who had experience. But Dean, um, yeah, but did you not find it quite like at the same time, no? Yeah, it was beautiful. Very peaceful. So you liked that part, did you? Yeah, really quiet. For a full solid week? Yeah. All right. I don't know. I think like uh, I yeah, know well, lads. We brought a speaker along, and we were playing Bob Marley and Van Morrison, and <laughs> well, we, thank God we were for that, singing and dancing. <laughs> so thank quiet, God for that because they wouldn't want to listen to you singing. The quiet, I don't mind at all. The silence, I don't mind. Uh, like I'll, I'll chill out. I, I brought me hammock along, so I had me hammock on the boat and all they that. They say they reckon silence is golden, but only for a little bit, not to, <laughs> not, not, not not a week of it. No, no. I uh, I know um, I know lads that uh, hire out the boats. To go fishing, 
but that's just for the complete for the day now. And so being out there for the week wouldn't appeal to you. Uh, definitely not. But I, I'm not saying it wouldn't to other lads. Seriously, I know I do know lads that's very fond of the fishing, and I can't say whether they would or not. But we weren't even fishing. We were just no. I know you weren't sailing. fishing. You were just chilling and I said chilling, chilling and sailing. But the longest I was ever on a boat was for 19 hours. Was that a ferry? That was a ferry to France. <laughs> uh, you were was, going over on a pilgrimage. Was, uh, another pilgrimage. Another pilgrimage, yeah. Over to, uh, we were going to Lourdes. We went uh, We went down to Lourdes. Uh, we'll say we drove from there on straight down to Lourdes. It was like 900 kilometres from the boat. The, first of all, the ferry was 19 hours. And the little cabins were only, gee, very, very, very small. You sound like you didn't enjoy it. And I'm the worst. No, we, we enjoyed everything about it. But the thing about it was, going across in the boat, it's a big fancy... Uh, like a car ferry? Uh, no, this is... I know this was... No, sure, the, the luxury was in this because they had to have the luxury in because you're too long on it. Oh, like a, so it was like a cruise? Well, uh, yes, in, sort of in between there. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the, the little cabins now, very small. And then you had the big long corridor going for about, oh man, about, say, 100, 120 feet. And I'm not... Uh, I'm not the greatest... Uh, what they call the bravest lad, the person in um, in small areas, if you know what I mean. In confined spaces, you get a so bit um, claustrophobic. Was, we, yeah, that kind of way, I do. Do you? Yeah, I don't go into a panic around, but I do get a bit that, you know what I mean, <laughs> a little bit... Uh, what if, like, without sounding weird, what if I turn the light on in here? Would the darkness freak you out? The lights uh, on or off? Off. No, I don't care about that. I don't care about the darkness. But the size of the space. No, but this is fairly big, though, like, towards what yeah, I'm, what yeah, I'm okay. talking about. Do you know what I mean? So it's not the darkness, it's the, the size of the room. Straight up, the cabins in the, in, in, in the boat back there. I think they got a new boat since that. Because I made a few complaints. Well, I mean, man, hold on. You live in a caravan. Yeah, but the caravan was... The, the rooms are bigger. In the caravan than, than this no, boat? I'll tell you the difference. No way. I'll tell you the difference, all right? When we came, we came in the far side, yeah. up the stairs, and I had to walk where our, where our cabin was... We actually had to book two cabins at the same time because they let the boys in the other one, yeah? So um, you walked the whole corridor the whole way down. And this corridor was getting narrower and narrower as, as the war was going down, yeah? So we got down to the very end, and that was my uh, that was our uh, cabin, basically, two of them together, yeah? But right beside that, I said, hold on a second, if I, if I, if I started losing air here, right, losing me, whatever, with breath. Yeah, breathing. Yes, I said, I have that distance to go, so I'm history, I'm done. Oh, so this, you were thinking, this all worst case scenario. This all came into my mind, In yeah? <laughs> so where were I going to run to get fresh air, right? But thanks be uh, to God, right lovely. next door to us, it wasn't actually a door, it was the stairs. Yeah. And that was relief there and then. I said, man, lovely. So now we're, now that's, we're, me, that's me exit. Now I can find fresh air if I need it. <laughs> but anyway, that's back in 2000, 2009. So would you, like, so would you go into a cave? No. No? No, absolutely not. Why? I just, as I said, I have that, um, it's like a... Man, I've seen you underneath cars. Yeah, sure. I, I, had no, I had no other choice. When you're hungry, you do anything. Yeah. <laughs> cars, I haven't got a problem with. Underneath a car, like, some, that yeah. freaks some people out. Like, a car is like a foot off your chest. Yes. The whole weight of a car. Yeah, but you have control of it, like, if you know what I'm saying. If you have a car jacked up, well jacked up and supported... If you want control of a cave, what do you need? Um... I don't know. There's something about it. You feel enclosed. Yeah. So you feel like there's no air in that area kind of thing. You know what I mean now? But um, oh, here, a quick story. Uh, a brother of mine, uh, I said to him, I just asked him a question, just to be awkward, right? And I said to him, would, You're good at that. Would you go uh, Would you go camping on your own 
and he said to me, no. And I said, why? He said, I'd be afraid of the scare, of the big scary man. Serious? Or the big hairy man or something. Of course. He said, Whatever. And I said, I said, what do you mean you'd be afraid of the big hairy man? He said, yeah. I said, you are the big hairy man. Like, so what have, what have you to be afraid of? Like, and yeah. he goes, oh, I'd be afraid of foxes or something like He'd that. probably say if he's bigger than me, what's, what happens? But I found that really, I found that interesting that he, like, he's a big fella. I, I have and a friend. he wouldn't go camping on his own. Some people like that, yeah. Would you go camping well, on your own? That, is that a phobia? I think there's a little fear in it, yeah. Oh, there you go, fear, yeah. Well, a phobia is a fear, isn't it, really? Yeah. I think it is, yeah. Would you go camping on your own? Well, I, I, as I told you, I have a fear of being in small spaces, like small, uh, like the little cabins now. Would you get into a tent? Uh, would I get into a tent? Um, I've never, no, I, I can't say never. What I mean, the other day I'm new camping tents. Yeah. Right. I've never really went camping in one of them, no. I know what you're thinking. I am a traveller. <laughs> yeah. I was brought up in a tent. You were brought up in a tent. But believe me, it's a long, long time ago. So I would, be, I would have been like so would you literally go, a baby if I gave in a you tent. A, if I gave you a tent, yes. dropped you out of the field. No, I'll tell you what I, what I think. Would is, you go? No, I'll tell you where I've seen tents and I think they're absolutely beautiful. When we uh, when we went to Lourdes, yeah, as I said earlier on, we went, we went to say, done all the trip all around Lourdes. We were like four, we were five weeks altogether gone completely. We went to Nevers, we went to Lisieux. We came up by Paris. We didn't actually go into Paris. Um, we done. We went all over France, literally. Uh, we put up in a, at the time. I think it was thirty. I I'm not sure it was twenty eight hundred or thirty eight hundred uh, kilometers or miles actually. Um, in um, going all around France. Now, the, the what I was getting about this, so I'm telling you this. We came back by England then. Yeah. And we moved in, we pulled into a caravan park. I was going to say we moved into a caravan <laughs> <laughs> We'll stay here. We pulled into a caravan park. And um, there was a, what do you call it? See, the caravans, naturally, of course. And all the people with their tents out at the side of the campers and all. And then there was people with tents also, separately with their own pitches. Yeah. And it just looked beautiful to you the Absolutely. They're quite a big or family tents. Yeah, they're big fancy things, yes. But if, uh, my, but question is, my question is, a small two-man tent... Would you get into it? Um, or would small that freak tent, you out? I probably would because I'll tell you why. Yeah. If I uh, if I got this uh, this thing over me, this phobia thing over me, I'd probably run straight through the side of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have a phobia so, or a fear of small As long as it was an easy way of breaking out, I have no problem. Right. But if you, if you put me into well, What do you think would happen? Uh, ear. You're, you're, uh, it's, it's all about your ear, your breathing, isn't it? And so, let's say you don't get the air that you require, what happens? I told you, I would tear the side of the tent and get straight through it. <laughs> is there a fear, a real fear there? I think, as a matter of fact, about lifting the tent, completely the tent is getting is through. Is there a real fear there? The tent is getting through everywhere. But uh, not a real fear, no. It's uh, Martin, it, you said you were sweating and all looking. No, I didn't say I was sweating. I never used the word sweating. Well, I'm saying well, I was sweating. saying I visualised you and you were sweating. Yeah, well, you got the wrong vision. You got the wrong vision of me as you always. Losing your breathing. No, I wasn't losing my breathing. I said I had that fear that if I lose if I lose ear in here, where would I, where would I run to kind of thing? And I was thinking of this long corridor. You wouldn't make it in time. You probably collapse every time you get into it. But thanks be to God, the stairs was this side. <laughs> Relief straight away. <laughs> so if you think if you think I can't get my ear, what happens then? Uh, well, not getting ear is not good. I don't know what you think <laughs> no, of it. It's What's not. keeping you alive? It's not. I live uh, air and water <laughs> and whatever else. I don't know what's keeping you going. Uh, uh, so if you don't get it, well, what happens to you? So the tents, anyway, uh, you stop breathing. If, if you don't get ear, are you okay? Are you supersonic or something? <laughs> 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 huh? 
Am I talking to a robot or what is it? Or is it Dean Scurry? Sonic. Huh? Are you saying like Bionic? So uh, that was a story with the uh, with the uh, with, uh, with uh, the. I love I love asking questions where you get a little bit freaked out or shy yeah. or embarrassed or something. So that's how all the tent. Uh, that's how the tents come into it anyway. Yeah. Where you said I would sleep in a tent. Of course I sleep in a tent. One million percent. I'd actually love sleeping in a tent, you know that? I'll tell you where I'd love a tent now, right? I'd love a tent on the... There's nice big places in England, right? They're probably all over the world, but there is, there is some nice places in England. Another long summer's evenings, sleeping in your tent, and just going, as the fella said, go that extra step, put your nice little campfire outside it. Yeah? And just have your old chat or a cup of tea or whatever. If you, I don't so can we go camping? And I want to... Me and you will not be going camping. Why? Because I've got a family to, to think about. Can one night? Uh, just, I'll tell you what, if I'm not there, start without me. How no, I? <laughs> I, think you're, I think you're afraid of it or something like afraid that. Afraid of what camping? you'll enjoy it. You'll enjoy hanging out with me. Uh, Dean, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be like the kind of, what you call it, let's say I wouldn't be intending camping in the freaky places that you're probably thinking about. <laughs> What freaky what? places? Are you, one, are you one of these fellas that likes to try, uh, try weird, uh, weird, uh, <laughs> say weird places to go to, like mountains and... What's wrong with a mountain? Probably next, the next thing I'm going to hear about now. Dean is climbing down such a mountain. What mountain is that? <laughs> He's up there, but he can't get down. Who's going <laughs> to help him get down, huh? Um, a tent, no, I wouldn't... Um, I actually know somebody, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. And he went to... Um, he actually went to Croke Park, Patrick... Him and his um, his son. Now this is a, this is a good while ago, could be ten or twelve years ago. And he brought he actually brought a tent because he's say through the years he 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 was sort of that love um, he used to love say like the tents or fishing and stuff like that there. He didn't mind like staying away for a night or so. I mean, yeah, like you, he wouldn't stay away. No, I wouldn't do that honestly. He wouldn't stay away for weeks and stuff like that. But um. And this particular night, he went to climb Croke Patrick. So he brought his tent with him, yeah? Him and the young lad. They just decided to stay away for the night, which was probably nice for them. It was something they wanted to do. But um, they, so they set the tent up sort of three-quarter ways up on, in Croke Patrick. If you know the first slap mountain, you have sort of bushes and trees there at the first bit of it. So he set the, he set the tent up there. And in the middle of the night, there was something beating up the sides of the tent. Some what? And uh, something was beating the side of the tent. Like, okay. They were in the tent. It wasn't the wind? It, no, it was actually raining. Yeah. But it wasn't the rain or the wind, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. There was something beating the side of the tent. But I don't think he had a big lot of fear in him because he was on a holy mountain. <laughs> and of course, that gave him strength and courage, didn't so it? what did he think was beating the side of the tent? Uh, well, he didn't get out to look. <laughs> would you? Would you or would you would you cover your head or would you <laughs> I was camping before in a place called the Ocovango Delta in Botswana. Whoa, 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 Dean, hold it for one second. Could you explain that in English to me, please? So there's, there's a river in Angola called the Ocovango River. Right. And that runs into another country from Angola into Botswana. Right. And it creates this big swamp area about the size of Spain. <sighs> It's called the Ocovanga Delta. It's where all the big animals are. Very in dangerous. Very dangerous. Why? I've seen it one eye on TV. Why is it dangerous? Well, you said it's, it's full of big animals. What's wrong with that? Well, it's all animals kind. Is all animals cruel? Are they? Uh, what do you mean, are they kind? Right, first of all, what animals were in there? Lions. Now, are you afraid of a lion? Uh, so, Dean, I asked you a question. 
are you afraid of a lion? I'm afraid of a hungry lion. No, how do you know if he's hungry or not? Because he's coming to eat you. I was going to say, how do you know he's hungry until he eats you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you be afraid of him then? If he was hungry, yeah. If he was hungry, I wouldn't be there. So if he wasn't hungry... It's, it's grand. So if you look at a lion... Yeah. And he's growling at you... If you've got time to look at a lion, you're, you're, he's not hungry. So you are afraid of a lion then? A hungry lion. Are you actually telling me you know about lions? I'm saying to you, if you see a lion and the lion sees you, Dean, and are you he's an hungry, in lions? you don't. The, your, your next breath is your last breath. Yeah, but supposing this lion was a was a, a he was like thinking like a fox. Foxes <laughs> are very foxes are very smart, you know, very intelligent. He's a lion. Yeah, he's not thinking like no, a fox. No, but he might think like a fox. He might say, "Look at if I if I keep showing an angry face here, these guys are going to run." Yeah, but if I keep the smooth face, they're going to wait, and then I'm going to eat them. Right. How about that? <laughs> How about that one? <laughs> I like it. I like the way yeah. you I like the way you're thinking. So is, I like the way you're thinking. What are you the actually professional? Uh, are you actually professional in this uh, in this uh, in the line of lines? <laughs> yeah, very good. So anyway, we'd be in the Yakovanko Delta, and there'd be wild animals. The whole place is. You were actually animals. there, were you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so we were camping there. Went with my cousin. We went to the Kalahari, and we went to different places. Um, in, in Southern Africa, Botswana, Namibia, blah, blah. Anyway, so camping out uh, in the Kalahari. No, camping out in Botswana in the Are you Okavango sure that Delta. was a dream you had, Dean? Oh, it was, a, it was beautiful. It was amazing. So we're camping out in the Okavango Delta, yeah? And you're sitting around the fire at night and you're telling all the stories and all that. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, great crack. That's... You were trying to be a traveller. Trying to be a traveller, exactly. And, I, and you could see... Just you could see ago. what the... Uh, attraction would be to sit out around the fire everyone knows what it's like to sit out around the fire on a nice warm night not and, everyone and you see the stars not well everyone. not everybody but no. anybody who's done it I think they get it yeah right go on it's so, a great feeling kind of thing lovely feelings freedom a little bit of a fire looking at the stars and you know and it sort of creates conversation as well doesn't it absolutely and it's great for storytelling and all that type of stuff yeah, so anyway right. we're sitting there and and now at this time you know we probably have you know a drink or two and you're, ta- like you're talking alcohol yeah, yeah, yeah you're talking you know just to just to loosen up the vibe a little bit. So yeah. you're talking there, and anyway, just these hyenas walking around us, walking yeah. around the campfire. Yes. Now I don't know if you know what the traveller hyenas. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, how would you know a traveller hyena? You tell me. What? <laughs> <laughs> he'd be carrying. A, I've never seen a hyena, and why see a traveller hyena? Carrying a crowbar. Um, <laughs> so just hyenas walking around you. Anyway, we go off to bed. Now you're hearing all the noises of. Uh, all the wild noises. Yeah. When you went to bed? When you're awake, when you go to bed, all the time. Like hippos, hyenas, lions, yes. elephants. You can hear all them. And you're in them. a tent. It's pitch dark. And you're just in a tent. And you're in a tent. So yeah. it was a good few you did, though. There was like three of us. Me and my cousin. And his, me and my cousin and his wife and two kids. So basically you had no one to hide behind then? No, no one to hide behind. <laughs> no. I went to bed with my rumors on just in case. <laughs> so... so Anyway, I go to bed. That didn't give the, the, the rest of good hope. No, you have no. your runners on. Yeah, <laughs> ready yeah. ready you know, to run. Do you know that joke? Your man's putting his runners on. And he goes, what are you putting your runners on? And he goes, I can see a lion over there. And he said, you won't outrun the lion. He goes, I don't have to outrun the lion. I just have to outrun you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, go to bed. I think, I think I heard that one, yeah. Go to bed. About three o'clock in the morning. Uh, like, it gets bright at six o'clock. So about three o'clock in the morning, I'm dying to go to the toilet. Are you serious? I pull down the zip. I pull down. I listen, the, I don't want no. Uh, I don't want no. Uh, what do you call it? No details. I pull down the zip at the tent. Oh, zip the tent. Yeah, yeah. And I look outside, and there's an elephant like looking at you, literally there. 
Not like five foot away or ten foot away. So like, what was it? Elephant versus elephant. Elephant versus gorilla. <laughs> Literally right there, like a foot away from me. So I just zipped the tent back up <laughs> and back into the sleeping bag. <laughs> so you're you're in them? the wild. You're in the wilderness. So are elephants dangerous? Elephants are dangerous. But elephants are only dangerous one if if you're in between them and their kids. Or if they're making love out in the middle of the street and you come up, you bump onto them. You know what I mean? That you drive up onto them. You'd be a bit stupid now if you couldn't see two elephants in front of you in the one <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, but you might turn the corner and there's two elephants. One fell on top of another. No, no, we don't need the details, Dean. Well, you're going to get, well, you, would you? But that's you, when they're the most Would dangerous. you turn around fast enough to get away? You would. You just stick it in reverse. Like, if you see an elephant like that in the middle of the road, yeah. you're gone. You don't have time to turn around. You're in reverse. <laughs> elephant, and you put the zip of the tent and he was staring in at you. He was staring into me, so I just zipped it back up. So do you think this elephant knew the there was someone bag. there? <laughs> I know. It sounds like a human question, Like, but ah. do you think this elephant knew there was someone in there? <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't a threat to him. He, You know what I mean? You just <laughs> I just went like that. I literally pulled the zip down. He was there looking at me. He's just looking at me. Oh. And I just went zip and back in the bed. But you're in the wild. So the danger. So if you were stupid and did not know not about elephants, you chat like that, you could probably. You would get to be. You were in trouble. Like. You, were getting, you, just, you were getting trunked all over the place. You, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think the point is that it's only as dangerous as it's in your head. Yeah? yeah I could have panicked. I could have freaked out there. Like, yeah. I've seen lions in the wild, uh, elephants, hippos. If you freak Dean, out... Dean, can I ask you one question? Yeah. Now, this is... Uh, why were you so stupid to go to a place like that? Oh, it's unbelievable. Man, unbelievable. I could ask you the same thing of about Pro unbelievable, because I can't I believe... I get a lot from it. It is unbelievable. I can't believe that you actually went there. I, I can't believe that you go and climb Crow Patrick. But I feel safe going there. And I feel safe going into into the wilderness uh, of, uh, of we're a crowd of wild animals. Yeah, there's nothing safe about that. Oh, it's unbelievable. Uh, I have to make an advisory here in case anyone has listened today. Please don't listen to Dean Scurry because what he's doing here is very very dangerous. So here's the thing: I'm going to tell you now. Unless you've experienced it, don't talk about it. Serious? Yeah, it's it's the most powerful the way feeling. That you're tell- I'm only I'm only joking, but the way you're telling me, I wouldn't want to be there. Why? Because you wake up and an elephant stared into your face, number one. Yeah. There's and hyenas behind, walking around you. There's hyenas walking around you. Hyenas are high heels. Hyenas. you call them. Hyenas is how you Right. Then there's lions chasing them and all. Yeah. So what else is out there? Uh, so Obviously it, there's more wild animals. It's full of wild animals. And there's no fences. There's no nothing stopping them from coming over to you. Dean, what put it into your mind to just even go there in the first place? That's the real world. That's wilderness. I can almost guess that you come up with this, yeah. That's the wilderness. The wilderness, yeah, but what? Uh, what good is the wilderness if you if you put your life in danger? Sure, I'm here, Emily. Yeah, you're, you're there by the grace of God, and you should you just you should start tanking them. Yeah, but you look, you're taking risks as well. Climbing Crow Patrick is a risk. You could snap your ankle. Uh yeah, but you, you still make it home, right? Well, home. I went to South Africa, Botswana, and Namibia, and I made it home, and it was safe. So if I ask somebody, uh, would you rather go out into the woods? Uh, knowing that there's full of wild animals yeah. who will attack and eat you, okay? Um, but no, I've never been eaten by a wild Dean, animal. You never because you're, look at you're not the prettiest face out there. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> so I think your face actually saved you. No, no, man. I'm serious. Like all joking aside, it was probably no. It is. It's 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 the most connected you would feel to 
the wilderness. Yeah, but you, you but you had no protection, had you? I did have uh, had a tent with a zip. <laughs> he had a tent with what a zip. What the heck? How is that protection? So here's another one. Should that that uh, that elephant run through a wall? Never mind the never mind the tent. He'd run through a jeep. Yeah. So here's another one, right? Yeah. And sometimes you just have to give it over to the to the to the world, yeah, and just go. I'm all right here. Here's another one. So you wake up in the morning. And we have like a four by four, and on the back of it we have a trailer, and in in the trailer is all our stuff, all our food, water. Was it a trailer or a caravan? Now it was a trailer. I know how you used to call it a caravan, a trailer years ago. This is a trailer now, right? So it's modern. It's a, it's like a buggy for hauling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> this is a. So in the back of the trailer is all our stuff, right. all of our food, clothes, chairs, water, the whole lot. So every morning. We open this up, we take out our table, we set it for breakfast, we take out the breakfast, we sit down and we have breakfast, yeah? So this one morning we done it, I took out the table, I went to put the table down beside where the fire is, I turned back and there's a baboon about the size of you <laughs> sitting in I the trailer with teeth about eight inches long, big sharp canine teeth like this. A baboon? What's a baboon? Well, it looks like you with big long teeth. Come on, Dick, give me a, a break. Mon- honestly, Martin. So he looks like he looks. Like, uh, I I look like a monkey, do I? Is that what you're saying? You look like an ape. He'd be a, bit, a little bit smaller than you, right? Yeah. Martin looks like a silverback gorilla. Okay. <laughs> so baboon is a little bit smaller, but this was a big male right. uh, baboon. Uh, literally your soil sitting in the back of the trailer eating our breakfast, Dude, our rice krispies. It, it sounds like half human, does it? Oh, it's unbelievable. It so like, so where do you think we're, we it came from? It sounds like he was smarter than you anyway, because why? He was eating your breakfast. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But that look, if you look at evolution, that's where we came from. So it was like looking at a wild version of a human. Serious? Unbelievable. So you were definitely shocked. Well, kind of a little bit. I just, you, was there a door on I the... I didn't realise it was there for a second. Was there a door on the trailer? No. He had the door on the trailer. He was sitting in the trailer. This was like... Um, not like a trailer. It was like um, not like a trailer. What you're thinking about? It's something you step into, is it? Like no, 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 just something that you pack all your gear into. Oh right, yeah. You know what I mean? With a yeah. lid on it. So yeah. he had the lid up. Well, I, I opened so the a lid. So a trailer, yeah. And he got into it, and he was sitting there on top of all their food, eating. Like food. You, could, you could call it a small builder's trailer. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's sitting in it, eating all our food. Did he make no noise or nothing? Or was no he... noise at all. I turned around. I didn't even so realize he was, he was all there. in there. Was he? Huh? Maybe he was in there all night. Could have been there all night. No, it was locked up at night. We opened up in the morning. All right, sorry. So yeah. at night, when you finished your fire, you get rid of all your food so baboons don't come around. Tidy up stuff, yeah. 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 Put everything in the bins, lock it all away. So first thing in the morning, we get up at six o'clock in the morning, open up the trailer, take the table out, take the chairs out, go back to get some breakfast, some yeah. coffee and, and rusks and all that type Whatever, of stuff. Whatever, yeah. So he's sitting there on top of all, all their food. Drinking your coffee. Now, I probably didn't even notice him because I wasn't expecting them. To, I wasn't expecting to see it. So I turned around and I'm just looking at this thing. Shocked. Speechless. Shocked. But did you know there was someone in the, in this part of the, where you are? Well, I knew we were in wilderness because the night before I'd seen an elephant and hyenas yeah. and I've heard lions and hippos all night. Right. Uh, so I'm looking at this thing and I remember my cousin said to me, he said, look, if you see baboons, especially the big male aggressive ones, yeah, yeah just make your body as big as you can, no. grab something like a stick and just go, like that. Serious? Yeah, yeah, And then he'll look at you like you're a tick and he'll walk away. And what happened? He looked at me like I was a tick. So what did you do? He walked away and I sat down and had breakfast. So you did do, you did uh, make yourself big. Yeah, he made a big huge noise like that and like kind of walked towards him a little bit, not too far. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
suppose that plan didn't work. <laughs> and you got your runners on. There was no plan B. The runners was on. There was no plan B. Plan A is what make yourself heck? as big and as scary as possible. Well, the first thing I'd be doing is closing the door behind him. There was no door. We were all out in the open. There was no in. I couldn't get into anything. My tent was taken down. So if he had to decide to wait around, yeah. you were in serious trouble then. We probably could have gotten into the jeep and closing the door. Yeah. Did That's you ever hear anything about baboons or how they react or how they fight and wanting on like that? Oh yeah, sure. Me, me uh, niece was at a border on in between I think Z- Zambia and Zimbabwe, and she got bitten by uh, a baboon. Serious? Yeah, she had to go and get tetanus and all that. Ooh. So it's look, it's it's wilderness. It doesn't mean it's dangerous. Right. It is wilderness. Dean, come on now. I'm, I'm serious, man. It has I've, to be dangerous. I've been about ten times in the last twenty odd years. Okay, and I hadn't had one... In the same place? Well, all over Southern Africa, Namibia, Botswana, Mozambique, the whole But do you, uh, do you do a bit of research in these places before you go there? Yeah, but, like, you can't... I, no matter how much research you do, you can't know what animals are going to be there. They'll just... They're wild. They'll be wherever they want to be. These are not different parts of the world where there's different types of animals, no? Yeah, so in Southern Africa, you'd have all what we consider, like, the African animals, you know, like the big five elephants... Lions, hippos, blah, 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 blah. Buffaloes, all that type of stuff. Tell me something. Did you ever get a rap for a kangaroo? <laughs> no, I've seen a fella get... No, getting, I was wondering what happened to you. I've seen a fella get thumped <laughs> around. I was actually in Australia and I've seen kangaroos. Serious? Stunning. Yeah. Did you see the... Run, running along, like, I was using actually their tail. I was actually only joking, winding you up there. Did you see the clip on the, what do you call it, where the, where the kangaroo is actually following this man? Yeah? Trying to thump the head off him. No, he does thump the head yeah, off him. Yeah, he gives yeah, him a good yeah. few bangs. And he's hopping all around him, yeah? It's mad looking, isn't it? It's crazy, I'm telling you now. And uh, your man made it look like he was... Uh, he made it look like he knew kangaroos and he's around them all the time. Yeah. The kangaroos slapped him around the place. But, like, sometimes we think animals are tick. They're not tick. They're wild, but they're not tick. So sometimes we think humans are tick as well. <laughs> yeah, huh? they're wild. What they're wild than some animals. We, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I wanted to make a point when I was going around the Antrim coast. And this is the same for... Anywhere I've been uh, in the world, especially in Southern Africa, the thing that made it, like you've got the wilderness and the openness and the mountains and, you know, up in, up in Antrim we had the, the sea and all this type of stuff. The thing that made it was the people. Yeah. Oh, every time. Every time they I go to the Africa, mountain, the, thing is, the thing is the people. Um, you can see all the great sights in the world. So, you know this place, sure, now, Dean, we're not going to stay online about Africa, okay? Uh, no, the part were in Africa, yeah? Yeah. Was there many people around there? Yeah, loads. Loads of people? Well... On the grounds where you are, based with the tents. Where you were camped. When we were camped, there was there was us... Uh, this is a good story. There was us and another fella. I don't know where he was from. German fella or something like that. He had his tent. And he had a little gas-powered free fridge beside his tent. And he didn't put it in his trailer at the end of the night. Yeah. And about halfway through the night... Gone. A hyena came in and picked the fridge up... Like it's it's one of those fridges you have in your bedroom. Picked the fridge up with his mouth and ran into the bush. Serious? Yeah, man got up, started screaming, no gun or anything like that, and ran into the bush after the hyena. He didn't. And we had to put him in a headlock and go, where do you think you're going? You're going in there, but you're never coming back out. Yeah, killed. Yeah. We were going, it's a fridge, brother. Relax. It costs 200 quid. What the heck? He, yeah, but he was like, he, he's after taking me fridge. And he said, he'd take your arm off if you go in after more him. more fridge going around him, yeah. Look, so he wasn't the most wild, sensible but they're not stupid. I was going to say he and wasn't the most. And if you push them, they push back. 
he wasn't the most sensible fellow now to be in the, uh, doing what he was I doing. I just think he was a bit angry that this, you know, stupid animal grabbed his precious fridge. Yeah, but would you not know, like, would instincts not tell you? Look, hold for a second. Well, obviously his, go his there, instincts weren't uh, If I go in there and get whipped for all the word, We had to tell him. We had to go. I bet you can eat it. Brother, that'll be the last thing you do. So he wasn't there, he was following that fridge. Yeah, he was going in, yeah. Huh? He was, I'm sure loads of people do it. Loads of people do stupid things all the time. Well, you done. You went out to Africa in front of <laughs> yeah, middle, yeah, a lot, yeah, yeah. in the middle of a lot of wild animals. So I want to make the point, I'm going back to it again, the best thing about going to Africa, the best thing about the Antrim coast, the best thing about going sailing was the people we met. Very good. Always lovely, always friendly. But that's the, that's the thing about it, almost everything, like, isn't it? But we went, we went to this part of our islands, up in Northern Ireland, which were told for years... Uh, you know, don't go up there and da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. nicest people we met, and we met people from all over Antrim, all over but Northern Ireland, all judging over by, Scotland. Judging by the the few podcasts we have done already, yeah, you seem to be told a lot of things. Not a place not to go. Don't go here. Don't go there. But yet you are allowed to mix of white animals. How's that? <laughs> I can't work that one out. Can you? Would you not do it? No, I wouldn't. I don't want to be around wild animals. Would you not go? Is where in the world would you think I? I like to go there. Uh, you're 50 years of age Martin right you don't yeah. have an awful lot long left time right? Yeah. where would you like to go in the world um, if you don't mind me saying can you not uh, put the timer on me please <laughs> um, I'd say I'd love to go to San Giovanni did you ever hear of San Giovanni no where's that it's out where San Padre, Giovanni yeah where, where Padre Pio came from oh very good is this another pilgrimage oh, spot? Oh, man, I'd love that, yeah, honestly. You're full of pilgrimages, isn't you? Well, that's, that's my life, sort of, you That's know. what you're into? Yeah, of course. You're into mixing with wild animals. So I'm entitled to mix with a saint, Padre Pio, he's a saint. Uh, a mate of mine listened to this podcast and he said to me, it was inspiring and humbling that how, uh, I don't know if the word religious is the right word, but just how much faith you had. How much faith I had? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. around a similar age to you. and oh, he's, he? And he said to me, he said, I, I really enjoyed listening to the podcast, but the thing that really grabbed me was the amount, the, the fates that Martin had. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank God for that. <laughs> because <laughs> if I didn't have faith, if I didn't have faith, I have nothing. If you didn't have faith... No, not if you <laughs> would have the crawl, fear not. If I didn't have faith, you'd have to crawl on your hands and knees. If I didn't have faith, I'd have to crawl on it. What did you use? I don't know why I'm using this accent. <laughs> what did you use to climb the mountain? I used my faith. <laughs> Come on, That's a cracker. You sound a bit like Tommy, what do you call him there? Tommy, Tommy uh, Tiernan. Tommy Tiernan. Does that old joke? Me mate, this fella sitting at the liffy and he screamed, Me mate's in the river. And the guard comes along and jumps in. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I didn't, I couldn't find your mate. Oh no, it's all right. It's here, me sandwich. <laughs> Try joke. Uh, that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You asked me where I would like to go anywhere in the world. Yeah, San Giovanni. San Giovanni. I'd like to go to Fatima. Fatima is not a lovely place. Fatima like, Mansions. Important. No, well, that's in Dublin. <laughs> I'm talking about Fatima. Well, you're not going to Fatima Mansions now. Uh, um, Fatima in. I actually was down. I often bought cars down there. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. I'll scrap cars. Um, I off. Uh, oh, did you get that scrap car? I, I, uh, no, we talked about tomorrow. Can we not talk about that now? No, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not telling telling people where it is. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you tell tell people where it is now, even without by this the time, it's gone. No, but the th- even by the time this is released, it'll be gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go to Fatima? What's so uh, Fatima oh, is? Right, take a step back, San Giovanni, Padre Pio, Padre Pio, Italy. Yeah, yeah. 
Beautiful place, beautiful spot. Is that where he's from? Did you ever know the Pas de Pio was in, um, say, we call him back years ago, we call him a convent, yeah? Right. Yeah. They moved him to another part of Italy when he got a bit sick. Okay. And the reason they moved him was for the, was for the fresh air. And the ear, you know, the, the freshness of the ear. Yeah, like the mountain air or something like that. He was up high on the, on the hills, yeah. And it actually brought him back to good health again. For how long? Well, he lived for 87 years of age. Did he, yeah? Yes. And what age was he when he got sick? He was 50. He had, uh, you know, the stigmata, the hand, the prince of our Lord in his hands. Yeah. And his feet. Wow. He had that for 50 years. I was going to course there. I was going to go no, don't curse. I was going to say holy something. Holy Padre Pio. Holy Padre Pio. Holy and stigmata. When he, when he died, when he passed away, they immediately left, the wounds left his hands and feet immediately. Now, you believe that? <sighs> yeah, I do. But that's not a superstition? No. As opposed to superstitions like don't walk underneath a ladder. There's a different level of belief. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, there's nothing human about a ladder, is there? No, but I think, I think some stuff you can take and leave... But your fate is your fate. Did you ever hear the word bilocation? I did. What does it mean? I know what it means. I'm asking, I'm asking two places at once. To, what? Something's in two places at once. Oh, good man, Dean. Yeah, Padre Pio had bilocation. Where was he? he was in Fatima and he Fatima was three Mansions. three different places. Three different places at one time. Where? Well, I can't say exactly where. Exactly where. So this is one of the miracles. Three he, different holy grounds. Oh, so is this one of the miracles? It was a miracle. Sure, of course, it's a miracle. Sure, how can it be? How can that be a miracle? What I'm saying is that you don't even believe that. That's just your fate. I don't believe that. No, no, I'm not saying you don't believe it. Listen to what I'm saying. I'm yeah. saying beyond believing it, this is your fate. Yes. You know what I mean? I I do believe that. Because people give their testimonies on this, and them testimonies were like say, investigated into. They don't just say don't just say something and and just uh, just believe it because someone said it. I'm not, I'm not even asking that. I'm saying beyond no, I'm believing saying it. it, you know this. Uh, in what sense do I know it? Like uh, you know it. This I know it because I believe, because I believe it. Okay. Why should Why should I doubt it? He was. I think one, even I think he even was more than believing it. You know it. This is this is something that. So some people believe in ghosts. Uh, he's one of the. He was one of the most powerful and greatest saints. One of them. Now, there's a lot. Yeah. He was one of the most powerful and greatest saints that ever lived. And he you healed. know, you know that. Yeah. That's like truth, fact. Yeah. For you. Yes. Like what I'm saying is, some people believe in ghosts, but they've no way of proving it. Um, ghosts now is completely different. Now, wouldn't we? We're talking about a different thing there. Well, we could be, but we're talking about. I was talking about saints. You actually were a place where I'd like to go. And who cares, why, why would I go there is because of the reason I told you was kind of part of your being from there. And I, um, he is one of my favourite saints. One of them. I have a few favourite saints. And so that brings us back to what we're talking about. So where where is the place? In San Giovanni, Italy. San Giovanni, Italy. Yeah. And where's the other place? Fatima? Uh, Fatima is where Our Lady appeared to the three little um, shepherds. In fa It's in Portugal. Ah, okay. Beautiful spot. So half the world knows about it. Have you been there? No, that's why I said to you, I'd love to go there. It's and have you been to, you haven't been to San Giovanni? I haven't been to San Giovanni, I haven't been. Now, St. Teresa, St. Therese, she died at 23 years of age. But yet, she never left the convent. Never. But 
she became one of the most, not, not fame, fame is not, fame is not to do this. She became one of the most well-known and most powerful saints throughout the whole world. For what? For her miracles. What were they? Uh, healing people, um, answering prayers, answering requests, you name it. And she never left the convent. 23 years old. So people come to her? No. Nobody, I want to say nobody, nobody knew her. How she became a saint was, she writ her own diary. Everything she done throughout ah, her entire okay. life, she writ the diary. So she would have done... So she had three more sisters... <clears throat> in this, it became nuns also. Yeah, yeah. So they they would spend a lot of their lifetime with her because we're in the same convent. You see, so everything she done, she was actually suffering. She had her uh, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis, she had. Yeah, that's a hard word to say. Say tu tuberculosis. TB. Tubercul <laughs> tuber tuberculosis. That's the short for it. Yeah, and she never complained about it. And one one of the nuns was always doubting her. They thought she was uh, like having self pity for herself. Yeah. But what happened was, when um, when Saint Therese was like she was only twenty three years of age when she was dying. Yeah, yeah. She um, the all the nuns came in and gathered around her. Yeah, and the other nun, the, the nun that was doubting her, she was like uh, what you call a matron, is it? She'd be higher than her basically. Okay. She sort of tell them what to do and what not to do, kind of thing. And when she seen her leg, uh, her leg was actually damaged because of it. And when she seen the damage to her to her leg, she just she instantly cried, and she left the room and went and she begged for, she begged for forgiveness, for actually doubting what she was going through. She pain. hadn't seen the leg before. No, she was doubting. Now your woman didn't show her. Your woman. No, sorry. she wouldn't show her because she wasn't looking for sympathy. Saint Teresa didn't show her. That's right. She wasn't looking for pity, you see. Yeah. So, so she, she had this. She had this she TB beard, in her leg. She bared her pain. Yeah. And she kept between herself and God. Wow. That was powerful, wasn't it? That's yeah. At twenty-three years of age, but when the older nun, then the older matron, she's seen it. I call her a matron, say. They're a superior. They call them. Yeah. They're a higher. They're a nun that has a power over them, as you call it, if you like. When she seen this, then she left the room. She cried, and she begged for forgiveness. For the doubt that she had. So Saint Teresa, before she was a saint, she was a nun and she was in this convent and she was doing healings. Lisieux, in at this moment, has one of the biggest uh, cathedrals, one of the biggest cathedrals in France. And we went there, and it's absolutely beautiful. For say, if you if you before you you as you're approaching into the Lisieux town, yeah, the little village. There's lines drew like blue lines, drew on the on the roads, on the, uh, directing you the whole way completely, to the, to the cathedral, and then there's another lines, there's another another coloured line, say yellow for instance, mm -hmm. that that directs you to her house where she lived. Okay. You don't see this. This yeah. is absolutely phenomenal, beautiful, and uh, so if, in other words, you drive into the village at the very start of the village. You'll see blue lines and ye and yellow lines, and it tells you there's like a sign on the side of the road there. It tells you follow the blue line that'll bring you to the to the big cathedral. Massive, massive it is. So the uh, yellow line 
if you're driving basically yeah, yeah. will bring you directly straight to where she lived so see the way you see this with that amount of faith and understanding and passion yeah yeah that's the way I would see uh, say the wilderness yeah does that make sense to you uh, no the wilderness doesn't it doesn't make no sense to me but, but that stuff does this does, yeah, 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 absolutely. Because, but that's what you—that's where you. Because it's life. Well, wilderness is life. It it is, but it's um, it's animal. It's not human. Yeah. So I know that's what that's what I'm like. I love humans. I'm fascinated by humans, but I'm just as fascinated by animals. Like I love humans too, but someone gives me a very hard time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm fascinated by animals and wilderness as well. Um, no, that's not me. To be honest, because with it that. depends on what you think. Like, if you believe in Charles Darwin and evolution, we came from animals. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's what you, I don't know if that's what you think or that's what you believe, yeah. that we came some from people, that. Yeah, but some people don't go back that far. Some people haven't got uh, that kind of an interest to sort of research or go back into them kind of things. Yeah, and some people don't have an interest in terms of going back to research about um, holy stuff. Yeah, that's right. Stuff. Yeah, I understand you know I mean? that also. Like yeah. You're really into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know loads of people who are really into it, but I know just as many people who aren't but into it. But don't forget... Like, for instance, say, right, um, I'm going to Lourdes in a couple of weeks, okay? Yeah. Right. I know when I go to Lourdes in about four weeks, there's going to be thousands and thousands and thousands of people there. And also, they're from all over the world, not just from, come from one country or one place. So what, what does that tell you? Well, that tell you that there's a powerful and strong faith out there. Yeah, but if I if I go to Botswana, it'll be the same. There'll be thousands of people from all over the world there I as well. I don't think you told me a while ago there was only three in the in the woods. <laughs> Where's the thousands? In did this, they, in this did, little did, bit, did, did they all run when they seen the elephant? So, come here. I had it's a, a question complete there. different thing altogether. I had a question there, right? It's only different because because of what you believe yeah, no, in. It's, it's not just different. Don't it's be better. Knocking what I believe in. Dean, look, you want me to knock what you believe in? Yeah. Go on then. It's 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 different because. As I said earlier on. Because <laughs> what? It's different because we're dealing with humans here. We're not dealing with animals. Yeah, I see I see the difference, but I also see the similarities. Like, don't get me wrong. A human can go out to the airport there and book his ticket and get on a plane. <laughs> Did you ever see a dog or, a, or, or, or an elephant <laughs> booking a ticket and getting on a plane to go to go to... But what's the name? Boscoana, Wana, what's the name of it? You and your, uh, your forest that you can't even pronounce the name of. Huh? Yeah. Coming to, across as intelligent thing to me, is it? To make a blouses. Huh? What, what was the name of it? Yeah, try to say that word. Uh, Botswana. The Okavango I heard that river one time. It's actually a big... Uh, did you say a swamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I seen a clip of that on the, what do you call it? On the TV there a while back. I seen, I had I a seen bit of interest. I seen it, what? The reason I had no interest is because I couldn't make out the name. <laughs> uh, I seen a clip of Fatima, but it was uh, Fatima Mansions. <laughs> Fatima Mansions. So I wanted to ask you a question there, right? Uh, do you believe in ghosts? Um, ghosts, um, when I say do I believe in them? Yeah. Let's put us way, right? This is going to be a sort of a silly one to say because I don't I don't believe in ghosts. Yeah. But yet I know they're out there. So how do you how do you make that one out? Because I can't. <laughs> you don't was it? Uh, so you don't believe in ghosts, but you know they're out there. Yeah. That makes that's strange, absolutely isn't it? no sense. No sense. I know that. So that's why you're <laughs> gonna. That's why you're gonna answer. Bring the sense out of it. Where's the sense in it? <laughs> you don't believe in them. So how do you know they're out there? Uh, because I've heard a few people telling me they've seen ghosts. 
<laughs> so I know they're out there. <laughs> so you believe what anybody tells you? I don't believe in you, but I know you're out there. <laughs> I believe in. I have no belief in you at all whatsoever. But I know you're out there. So what does that tell you? I believe in love. So is that not the same answer? No. <sighs> You don't believe in me, but you know I'm out there. Yeah, do you know these guys? Yeah, I know these guys. I know he's there, but I don't believe in him. <laughs> I don't believe a word comes out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I want to explore this. I want to talk about this for a second. That was a silly, complicated answer, wasn't it? Very silly, complicated answer. Yeah. There are, you don't, be, hold on, you don't believe in ghosts. That's option A. Option B, but you know they're out there. Yes. No, Martin. No, so, no I'll tell yes you what. Um, I had something there a minute ago I was going to say to you about this is going to be uh, this is a tough one now because it's a bit solid the fellow would say right do I believe in God yes yeah 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 I also know he's there yeah right do I believe do you believe in the devil no I don't believe in him but I know he's there so it's the same it's really the same thing because anyone that doesn't believe that hell doesn't exist Obviously, you know they're fooling themselves, right? Without so you don't do you, believe the do devil. Do you believe in heaven or hell? Tell me that now. I'm asking you that question. Do I believe in heaven and hell? Yeah. I think here's what I think now, right? Now, if I say this stuff, just because it's not what you believe, let You're me say it. Out. I'm not getting kicked out. <laughs> let me say it, right? I don't believe in heaven or hell as in the traditional way that I was explained to me when I was in say confirmation or communion or in school right I, here, so listen to what I'm saying first yeah I believe that heaven and hell is here on earth both of them together uh, yeah I've often heard it saying you're going through hell kind of thing yeah 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 I, I understand where you come from there and I'm very sorry for your troubles what I was saying do you believe in hell I believe same question and again I believe heaven and this hell this will all get stupid don't I? when you have to ask the same question two or three times <laughs> so my answer is I believe heaven and hell are here Right. I think you can... You can. Do you believe the hell down there? Down where? Do you believe in it? No. Down where? Below. Below what? Below the earth. Miles, hundreds of miles down below the earth. No. You don't? No. Okay, right. Do you believe in heaven? No. Now, we're not asking you to convince anybody here. We're no, just no, simple, no. You're simple asking me, chat. I'm saying to you, no, I don't believe in... You don't in... believe in heaven? No. So, do you believe on staying on earth for how many years? For as long as you're alive, yes. Do I believe? So where 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 do you go when you when you pass away when you're dead? Here's where I think it is. Yeah. Where was I before I was here? Uh, I think you're crazy. No, you don't believe in heaven and earth. Well, answer answer the question. Where was I before I was here? Well, the they said from dust you uh, dust you have become, and from dust you shall so return. So I'm going from dust back to dust. Back to dust. But yes. that's where I was. Yeah, but do you believe you have a soul? I believe I have a soul. That's a different question now. So what about the difference in your soul and your body? What do you think of that? So my body is here on this physical earth. Yes. And when I go back to dust, my soul... Will go to where? Uh, it will be... Now come on, you're, you're stuck It will go question. to the same place it was you're before. You're stuck for answers. Where will your soul go Listen, to? here's the answer. If you believe you have a soul, where do you think it's going to go when you die? Listen to what I'm saying. Where would you want it to go? I'd go back to the same place it would was. Would you want it to go to heaven? Go back to the same place it was before I was here. Right. Would you want it to go to heaven? If I was in heaven before here, yes. But you don't believe in heaven? Um, if you don't believe in heaven, you're going nowhere. Where am I going then? You, you, you don't know where you're going because I asked you where you're going to hell, you said no. Oh, here's the question. I said, you're going to heaven, you said no. I said, you're going to stay here on earth, no. Wherever I was so before where are you I was go? here. Wherever I was before I was here. Where were you? Where was your soul before it was here? Um, you see, the thing about it is, we don't have a soul until we're born. 
Oh, okay. So that's what you believe. We're born with a soul, yes. And that's what you believe. So, and yes. I believe, before I, I believe, here's what I believe, there's a slight difference. Do you think a soul and a body came together? That's I believe that the soul exists before the body, then we're in our body, and then we go back to our soul. Yeah. That's what I believe. No, I don't think so. No, I know. This is not whether or not you think so or not. Yeah, it is, is what, what I think. I, I'm but it's what I, I'm I believe. To, I, yeah, but what you believe doesn't... But see, I can say... I'm I can, entitled to my opinion. But I can, Yeah, but your beliefs are different. Your beliefs and opinions are two different things. Yes, but it's my beliefs that makes me give me my opinion. No, it's not. It's my belief that makes me give you my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah? If I... Uh, what, what was that one? If I want if, if I want your opinion, I'll kick it into you. Yeah, uh, there's another one where uh, it's a matter of an opinion. <laughs> yeah. Where your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, uh, Arseholes are like opinions. Everybody has them. Yeah, leave it out. <laughs> hey. uh, here, leave, uh, it leave it out. Uh, anyway, Dean, take a break. That was nice. That, one, that, that last bit was nice. I know that can be difficult when yeah. we're talking about beliefs and faiths and religions. It's difficult when you, when you actually get to ask that question. And you had three options, you didn't pick none of them. So I'm wondering, do you even exist? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. this has been episode nine Whoa. of uh, Traveller and a Country Man. This is yeah. my favourite so far. Two bleeding idiots. Two dopes. We got to... Uh, so uh, are we finishing up the now? Yeah. We got to let loose um, and have a bit of crack talk about loads of random stuff I uh, I want to keep in the bit that we're going to do saying slaggings and superstitions if you have any out there send them into us and we'll we'll have a chat about them yeah very good anyway well done cheerio boys see you now take care girls <laughs> come on that's it so that's us for this episode Traveller and a Countryman podcast if you like it let us know share it around and uh, so we'll see you on the road.